Hey, how's everybody doing? And welcome back to 125 Unfiltered, episode 34. Wanted to get you my reaction to that awesome Gonzaga-UCLA game from last night, as well as a little bit of a reaction from the Baylor-Houston game. But we're mainly going to talk about that Gonzaga game and the game winner by Jalen Suggs. Championship game tomorrow night. Uh, super excited for it, and I'll get you a reaction uh, and probably a preview to that game. Uh, so the preview will be uh, tomorrow. Give me my, an in-depth prediction to that, and then the reaction would be the following day. Let's just hop straight into it. In an all-time classic, in March Madness, Gonzaga beats UCLA in overtime 93-90. to An incredible, almost impossible game winner from Jalen Suggs with 3.3 seconds left after a Johnny Juzang layup goes down, runs down the court, banks in a long-distance three from a little bit in front of half court, and he banks it in and takes the Zags to the championship game. Now, I just want to say before I get into the analysis of it, I've got to give some credit to the Bruins. I said on my podcast yesterday that they don't have a shot. They have no shot at winning. I got the Zags winning by double digits. This is over before it even started, and I was dead wrong. Things seems to be a theme in this tournament. This UCLA team is tough. They can play defense. They are scrappy. They fight till the very end, and they have bucket getters. Huge shout-out to Johnny Juzang. 29 points, 12 of 18 shooting. This was a guy, goes to Kentucky, doesn't work out with Coach Cal, gets a lot of criticism, goes back home to UCLA, and he was fantastic this tournament. I believe he had 137 uh, points in this whole tournament, which is tied or second uh, in UCLA history, beating Bill Walton, beating Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was just fantastic, and he deserves all of the respect and credit because Juzang was phenomenal. And again, this UCLA team—they just fought to the very end. They were just a, a hot team. They're not your typical Cinderella because they are a blue blood. You know, you see, everyone knows UCLA. But just massive credit and round of applause to them for just a great run throughout the tournament. We've just had some awesome stories this tournament. Obviously, I talked about Oral Roberts uh, yesterday. But UCLA, I mean, again, what a run. And they fought till the very end. And it took a, an impeccable game winner from Suggs to knock them off. I'll get into some stats right now. Leading the Zags, Drew Timmy. Really, really good game. 25 points, 11 of uh, 15 shooting. Um, he started off that overtime period really strong with six straight points. He was playing with four fouls as well. Um, and, and we'll get into that a little later with uh, with his uh, with the, the charge call uh, on Juzang. Um, obviously, Jalen Suggs, he had 16 points, five rebounds, five or six assists, uh, six of 12 shooting. Ayayi was fantastic, 22 points. 9 of 12 from the field. Uh, Kispert had 15. Nemhard had 11. Uh, and then for the Bruins, obviously, Juzang with 29. Hawkes had 19. Uh, Tiger Campbell with 17. Cody Riley, 14, who actually had a pretty big overtime. Um, these teams both shot exceptionally well from the field. Gonzaga, 59%. UCLA, 58%. 47% from three-point range for UCLA. And then 33% for Gonzaga. Uh, 10 turnovers for the Zags, 9 for UCLA. Just a really, really good game. Uh, one of the best that we have seen in a while. I had to a, a watch 
the overtime back again. Uh, I actually wasn't able to watch the full game, but I made sure to watch the end, uh, rewatch the end of the, uh, the second half and then uh, the overtime period. But um, what just again, what a game. Where did the Zags win this? Now here, and with this game, we heard the people on TV talk about it. No one lost this game. Gonzaga just won it. UCLA, again, fantastic game. But where the Zags won it? One, getting the ball to Drew Timmy in overtime. That was a fantastic coaching decision by Mark Few. Nine seconds into overtime, they get him a little uh, on a little slip screen for the and one. And then they just found him with uh, in a couple mismatches, getting Cody Riley off of Timmy. Uh, Timmy's just such a versatile player. 6'10", but man, he's mobile. He can move. He has great footwork. So good down low in the post. Uh, and then his point guard, Suggs and Nemhard, uh, were able to find him. And to start at overtime, getting the ball to um, arguably the, your best player, um, or not their best player, but the guy who's been playing the best throughout the tournament, who's been ha- riding a hot hand, to get him the ball with four fouls. Um, that was... Uh, Really good by Mark Few, and, you know, it seems like no one can stop this guy right now. And another good thing from Timmy, uh, the charge call. Johnny Juzang had a shot to win it. And Timmy, with four fouls, steps out of the restricted area, draws the charge to prevent... uh, uh, Juzang missed it anyways, but who knows, maybe there would have been a putback. But uh, just, I mean, really good awareness by Timmy, because if that's a blocking foul, one, you're out of the game, and two... A 90% free throw shooter in Drew Zhang has two free throws to win the game. He was just making winning play after winning play. I mean, and he's a, he's going to be huge against Baylor. He's been huge all tournament. Even that the play with uh, when Jalen Suggs got the block uh, on Cody Riley and then made that fantastic pass to, to Timmy for the dunk. Just making big plays throughout the game. So Timmy was fantastic. Now let's talk about Jalen Suggs. This kid is phenomenal. He is fantastic. He's got star written all over him. Made a big shot. Uh, made the, the, the bank in three to send the Zags to the championship. But also, again, the block on Cody Riley and then that sweet bounce pass to Timmy. This guy's a winner. He's a fighter. He was, although Ju Zhang gave him buckets, in overtime, he was doing a fantastic job preventing Ju Zhang from even getting the ball. And that was a big factor in kind of stifling UCLA's offense a little bit. Uh, and if it wasn't for Cody Riley playing so well in that overtime period, you know, Gonzaga could have run away with it because uh, Riley hit a few jump shots. Uh, and Ju Zhang never really got a scoring opportunity until the last possession for him. So Suggs is really good defensively, offensively. We know what he can do. He can shoot. He can drive. He can pass. And we need to start thinking about this number one pick. Because I'm a, I'm a believer right now. You know, Cade Cunningham, definitely best player. You know, he he's he he's the consensus number one pick right now. But if you're at the top of the draft and you want a true point guard. Why not Jalen Suggs? He is a he has great vision. He can do it all, play defense, shoot the ball. Like I mean, he can do everything. He's a future star in the league. We obviously know he's going to go to the draft, but if you need this point guard and you're an NBA team, why not Jalen Suggs? 
I mean, these NBA teams do not write off Jalen Suggs for this number one overall pick. Don't I mean I know Kate, Kate Cunningham is fantastic, and we saw what he displayed in the in the Big Twelve tournament, uh, and then a little bit in this NCAA tournament. But Jalen Suggs is just the real deal. He is so so good, and he showed it last night. Joel Ayayi, tw- career high twenty two points, nine of twelve. He was awesome, really good in that first half. When UCLA was kind of, you know, they, they were playing a little bit better at the start of the game. You know, they, they came out, uh, they had a bit of a lead, uh, only two four point two or four-point lead. Um, and, and Ayayi was kind of was keeping them in the game with some big, big shots. And, you know, he's not obviously not known as a, a big scorer because he's just such a good all-around player. He's like a u- good u- their utility player. Um, so Ayayi was fantastic. And then you obviously got big contributions from Kispert. He had a big, uh, had a big layup at the end of regulation. Nemhard with a fantastic step back three to put him up five. That was a huge shot from uh, Andrew Nemhard. But fans watching this game, how can you be upset at this? This is exactly what we love to see in March Madness. Just two awesome teams going at it. An underdog in UCLA, a top dog in Gonzaga. And they went at it for 45 minutes. And, you know, it was the, the team who would win would be the, the team with the, with the ball in their hands at the end. And that's exactly what happened. But, again, huge credit to both teams. UCLA, I, I mean, they're down double digits to Michigan State. They are done. They lost four games before this tournament. They come back versus Michigan State, win in overtime. You upset BYU, get a nice one against Abilene Christian, but then you knock off Alabama and Michigan. And then you take the undefeated Gonzaga to an overtime improbable deep three buzzer beater. This team was the real deal. Mick Cronin had his guys coached up and ready to go. They played a hard-fought game, and it was just an instant classic. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch all of it. But I was I was able to watch the end of it, which is good. But what a game! That's all we can ask for as basketball fans. Now I'm going to take quickly talk about Houston, but I really wanted to get to the the UCLA analysis because that was the game, that was the main one. But just to talk about Baylor briefly, uh, they uh, beat the brakes off of Houston. They were fantastic, so good defensively. Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler, they were awesome. Mitchell, I believe, had 12, 12 points, 11 assists. Jared Butler, I think, had 17 points. This team is just so well-rounded. And you got guys, Meyer off the bench with 12. Uh, trying to pronounce his name. Tachamwa, I had a, I had a 11. Macy O.T. got 11, all in the second half. They're just so good defensively. And I'm excited to see how this Baylor team is going to match up against Gonzaga. And I'll talk about that in my episode tomorrow. But Houston just really could not get anything going. And man, they got blown off right from the get-go. Sasser had 17 of their 20 points at halftime. They were 1 for 15 from the field in the first half if you take out Sasser. That's not going to work. Quinn Grimes didn't have his best game. 13 points, 4 of 12. Sasser finished with with 20. But this is just a really good Baylor team. This is the Baylor that we all saw before their COVID outbreak and before their loss to Kansas, and then eventually they lost to Oklahoma State and Kate Cunningham. But there's really not much to dissect it because Baylor just 
beat them up. They were there just so good. They have so many good guards. And they deserve to be in this national championship game. And I am so excited for tomorrow night. Gonzaga, Baylor. It is going to be a phenomenal game. I can't wait to see how the guards stack up against Jalen Suggs and Nemhard. Who's going to contain Drew Kimmy or Drew Timmy? Um, is Corey Kispert going to rattle off a big game? He did have 15 points, but you know he hasn't been the focus in as many games. But we know that he can shoot the ball. Um, I, I just can't wait. This has been a fantastic tournament, and we all know that we're going to get a good one to end it off tomorrow. With that being said, that's going to be it for today. Just wanted to get a short episode to you guys um, about, seems like it's going to be about 13 minutes, uh, just recapping that Gonzaga game. Because again, how awesome was that? What an ending. What a tournament. And championship game tomorrow. I'll get you that episode uh, probably in the morning tomorrow. And then the recap will be Tuesday. And then we can talk up a little bit, you know, some NBA, some NFL. Um get into all of that NFL draft coming up. Like I said, I want to talk about the trade deadline from a week or two ago. But thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time.